Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Tuesday, August 18th. S&P futures are essentially unchanged. They've been pretty much unchanged for the last several hours. Europe saw some selling right out of the gate, but it rebounded. And Europe is now about unchanged for the most part. Asia was a little bit more mixed, but... Um, the Hang Seng really didn't move. Neither did the uh, TPX index in Japan. So very, very quiet morning. Not a lot of news out in the last 12 hours. Um, as to be expected, this is obviously a kind of a dead zone for major um, macro developments, but a few items to note. Um, so no major economic data, no big central bank headlines. We are going to get the Fed minutes that hit Wednesday afternoon. Jackson Hole is the 27th to 28th. So next week, next Thursday, Friday, and then obviously the big Fed meeting coming up on the 16th. So Fed anticipation, very much a central um, area of support for the tape in the US um, and globally, just anticipation of this big change in communication that's coming up in September. No other uh, central bank developments are out um, in the last 24 hours. The US fiscal outlook is essentially the same as well. Um, so the House is being called back early. There is a vote that's coming up this Saturday on U.S. Postal Service funding. There will be hearing next week with the U.S. Postmaster General. The Republicans are floating a new version of their stimulus proposal, a quote-unquote skinny stimulus deal. Um, I think that the Republicans are going to be pushing Democrats in the House to break up the prior trillion-plus dollar bill into smaller pieces and see if that can pass. Um, Democrats have been adamantly opposed to that in the last several days. We'll see if their philosophy is shifting at all. Um, you know, I think in general, the odds of something major happening are, are sliding. And I think just a big factor is the fact that stocks are at all-time highs or, or close to all-time highs. And you, the economic data has generally um, you know, continued to improve or recover. So far, at least the numbers that we've seen um, for the month of July uh, you know, have continued to recover. And I think there's just not a lot of pressure being placed on Congress politically. There's really not much impetus for either side to shift dramatically. If you were to see stocks, um, you know, really crack, or you saw a dramatic downturn in economic data, that could change the philosophy. But, you know, as of right now, I think the odds of something happening in August obviously are very low. The market doesn't expect anything in August. But even in September, um, you know, if things continue along the present trajectory, um, you know the odds of something huge occurring definitely are sliding. There is the the overall government budget deadline at the end of September, so w- there needs to be some type of a a resolution, whether it's a continuing resolution or they agree on some type of broader budget um, that will force uh, negotiations on stimulus. But I think just at the present moment, um, the odds of something dramatic happening. Um, are definitely kind of lower than they were even just a couple of days ago. So that's the U.S. fiscal front. You're probably going to see a lot more headlines on U.S. fiscal policy, especially this GOP skinny bill. I don't think it really dramatically shifts anything. There were some reports out overnight about, remember, the Trump executive orders concerning payroll tax, the suspension of payroll tax collection, and then these FEMA-funded federal unemployment benefits for about $300 a week. Just some logistics around it, when the states are actually going to start paying out the money, how long that money is going to last for, et cetera. Um, you know, again, I think those are more political stunts rather than 
um, policies that are really going to shift the trajectory of the economy. Um, you know, some reports suggest that the $44 billion in FEMA funding that will be fund that will be paying for those $300 of federal benefits will last only just a handful of weeks. So again, that's I think that's more noise than anything that's really kind of going to shift the uh, the the direction of equities. On the COVID front, you know, we're kind of in a world now where you come in any morning and I can pick out a bunch of headlines that are negative for COVID, a bunch that are more positive for COVID. Um, you know, I think the market certainly is evolving its view on COVID in general. Um, you know, rather than take out their views, whether they're positive or negative on the entire market, you're seeing now travel leisure stocks are the most sensitive to kind of COVID sentiment. So travel leisure names have been hit hard the last several days. They're rebounding this morning in Europe. Um, again, the news was kind of mixed. So you, in the U.S., the overall infection figures for the U.S. continued to descend off of the July apex. So they fell to the lowest level since early June on Monday. Still very elevated. Um, you know, the UNC news is, is definitely getting a lot of attention where UNC initially had planned on this hybrid model of some virtual learning, some in-class learning. Yesterday, they announced they're going to be switching to all virtual after just a couple of days, given that they were seeing, um, you know, a troubling increase in infection figures. And you saw South Korea this morning came out and announced some more mitigation steps. So canceling certain kind of quote unquote high risk activities, closing certain, um, you know, quote unquote high risk uh, location. So whether it be nightclubs um, and then and then some other some other areas as well. Um, and you've seen other countries throughout Europe also um, target nightclubs has been a big area of concern. Um, like I said, I think the market for a variety of different reasons, whether it's faith in a vaccine, which is still there is still a lot of anticipation for a vaccine. Um, and I think just over the last several months, there's been a lot of evidence that the economy and companies are able to evolve in a way that they can facilitate commerce and economic activity um, despite the restrictions imposed by COVID. So there are still obviously certain companies and sectors that are being um, dramatically impacted, um, but the broader economy as a whole is learning to kind of cope. And so I think that's just why the markets are a lot more comfortable. Um, so again, travel leisure is that one area that's most sensitive. And you have seen a bunch of negative headlines around airlines in particular, where they've talked about how um, you know there's been a weakening again of, of bookings momentum, just as you've seen kind of some, some troubling case figures. And there was another report overnight that Boeing is going to be considering um, additional job cuts just as the outlook for commercial aerospace shrinks further. Um, so that's the COVID front on the on the U.S. political front. You know, the first time of the DNC last night, a lot of commentary this morning around the various different speeches. Um, you know, interesting, but nothing that's going to impact the market. Um, the Michelle Obama speech last night is probably getting the most attention. Um, you know, again, I think coming out of the conventions historically, both candidates would see a bounce in their poll figures. I just don't think that's really going to be the case this year given that Trump and Biden are so well-known um, and also given the fact that they're, you know, the, there is not just as much um, pageantry around the conventions, the fact that they're virtual. Um, so, you're, you know, the conventions will get a ton of press this week and then the Republic RNC is coming up as well. Um, I just don't think they're going to shift the poll figures dramatically. Um, just quickly on the polls, you had a lot of uh, you had a lot of polls out in the last 48 hours, none for Tuesday morning, but you had a lot out over the weekend and then Monday morning. Most of them had Biden up the same as before nationally, high single digits. Um, the CNN was an outlier. They had uh, Biden up only four points nationally and just one point in the key swing states. I think most people assume, um, I think right now the default assumption is Biden will win. 
but not nearly by as much as the polls are suggesting. And there's a lot of anxiety that if you have a very close outcome, that you are going to have an enormous amount of uncertainty, litigation, um, et cetera, between the date of the election and then and then the inauguration. Um, so I think that's the biggest concern right now is just kind of how all that will play out, um, you know, assuming it's going to be a very close race. And most people do assume that the polls are going to tighten a lot um, as we get closer to November. So that's the major news. There's no real kind of major company-specific headlines that were out, no big earnings reports, more, a couple of interesting items. Um, just one talking about Amazon is going to be um, expanding its footprint of physical office buildings throughout the U.S. So, you know, mild positive, you could argue for, um, you know, corporate office building REITs. Um, but again, and that also follows, remember when Facebook, um, you know, signed a huge lease for a big footprint in the, in, uh, the New York City office market. Otherwise, just a lot you know, more um, kind of one-off headlines, nothing super macro. For today in the U.S., the big folks will be on retailer earnings. So you have all out this morning, Home Depot, Kohl's, uh, TJX, and Walmart are the big ones. Um, nothing super important after the close as far as earnings. Um, you have U.S. building permits and housing starts today as well for July. Um, and that's really it. No other big news is scheduled. Uh, and that is everything for today. Thank you for listening.